Blog Talk Radio. Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome everyone to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. This is Wrestling Authority Radio. You are live inside the ER. I am Sadistic Sean David. It is ladies night here tonight and as always I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts. The Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane. And of course the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into things here tonight, right inside of the ER. It's ladies' night, and it is a prelude to anniversary. Anniversary comes your way next week. We'll get to that later, Uh, but anniversary does come your way. The five-year anniversary of this show comes your way next week, next Tuesday, and next Wednesday, so don't miss it. Without any further ado, I've got a big surprise for you, Sean. Oh, yeah. I know something you don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's get to our guest of the evening. She is the weapon of ass destruction, Double D, Dementia, D-Rose. 
Hello, wow. how's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> Oh, hey. Much better now that the show now that the show's not a bag of dicks anymore. It does makes me extremely happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I lo- I love. We need women on more often because after a while, you get sick of being the only girl on air with the boys. You really do. <laughs> so thanks for coming out. <laughs> thanks for having me. Thank you. Oh yeah. Hey, not- oh yeah. Not a problem. I'm gonna let Katie take it away with her first round of questioning. You're a dick. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, it's ladies Kay. night. You know the routine yeah. by now. No wood or none. Yeah, I know the routine. Of course, it's ladies night. I'm the lady, which means I'm supposed to shine. So I'm gonna turn on my little glitter and start shining and sparkling. I suppose. All right. Um. So. What interested you in wrestling to begin with? Like, was there somebody somebody on maybe Saturday afternoon wrestling that caught your eye that made you say, yeah, I want to get my ass kicked for little to no money. Bring it on. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I don't get my ass kicked. I'll kick I know, ass you know with my saying. ass. So that, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but, you, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. I heard about hey, but, I heard about your ass past ass, okay? I heard. Oh yes. Yes, yes. You know they say never trust a big button to smile, so Oh trust me. Honey, I'm gonna tell you a little something to begin with. Okay, yeah, I've kinda heard that too, but um I really don't have an ass to the to the point where I have friends that say that I have long back syndrome. Okay. Oh <laughs> it's 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 there, but yeah, you really gotta look for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I, I've worn butt shapers. I don't care. You all know it now. I have no ass. <laughs> it could be worse. Really? You could wear. It could be worse, Katie. You could wear granny panties. Oh, ew, that is true. Never, ew. I, it oh, could always be worse. <laughs> I've never worn. I don't think I've ever. I haven't worn granny panties since I was about fourteen, and realized what real girls' underwear is supposed to look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, but anyway, we're not talking about my <laughs> my lack thereof of underwear undergarment attire. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No, not right now. Maybe another time. That's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, actually, actually, to be honest, um, I have been watching. Uh, I've been a, a fan of wrestling since I was like three years old. You know, I grew up in a large family, um, and you know that's all we ever did was wrestle and beat people up. And like at the age of fifteen, I realized that this was something that I was meant to do. Like it was just, yeah. it was just a yearning. See when when I was growing up, sure we had Wendy Richter and and, uh, and Moolah, and I guess I caught the tail end of Mae Young, and and whatnot, you know. And they didn't really show us too many women's matches when I was growing up, so I kind of knew that women could get down, but I just wanted to be Miss Elizabeth to walk next to Randy Savage, so that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> but yeah, after after that, you know, and but my mother, okay, I have that mother who's scared you're gonna get killed. Right, and uh, she, I was playing floor hockey, and I was in goal, and I took I took floor hockey stick a little too close to my eye, as far as she was concerned, and 
the next day she sent me to class with a letter for the gym teacher saying I'm not allowed any kind of physical activity. So, yeah, me, trust me, I, I looked at my gym teacher, you're not going to listen to her. So, yeah, I still did it, but, yeah, I wasn't allowed to be on the volleyball team, wasn't allowed to be on the floor hockey team, none of it. Not allowed to go lift weights with the boys, nothing. So, yeah, my high school years kind of bit ass. Oh, some excuse time. <laughs> but, yeah, so <laughs> there, was always, there was always wrestling going on in your family, so, okay. So that's, that's what got oh, yeah. interested in that. So how old were you when you began your training? Um, I would have to say um, I was um, 20 years old. Yeah. Oh, 20 years old. Like, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been wrestling. Yeah, October would make uh, eight years. Yeah. Eight That's years. Awesome. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. So um, now when you first began like, going to promoters and whatnot, um, how were you treated by male promoters? Were you treated <laughs> as talent or were you treated Uh-oh. as eye Uh-oh, that laugh, that laugh is signifying oh, something yeah. here. Oh, I've got, I have that laugh, too. I know it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so, even to this day, even to this day, you know, there are some promoters that still see me in a different kind of way. It makes them uncomfortable, so, you know. But uh, 99.9% of the locker rooms that I go to now, uh, they treat me with uh, such respect because, you know, we're all in this, doing this together. You know, we may exactly. look different or we may act different, but, you know, we're all trying to have the same end result. So, you know, it's it's great. Uh, but yeah. uh, when I started out, it was uh, completely different, like night and day. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not, not to name names or, you know. Oh, you don't need uh, to you know, crap on anybody, but I'll just say, um, being a, uh, a curvaceous, um, African-American female wrestling in the South, it was, uh, I'll just say different. That's uh, (laughs) I. I I believe that it would be very different. Oh yeah. Yeah. Entirely. Very, uh, very, um, sometimes kind of devastating as well. Like it, you know, you get treated mm. different because you look different or you're not the norm. Mm. And, you know, you've been you've been told, hey, you have to always, you know, look this way or act this way. Oh. Or, you know, maybe oh, our honey, fans I know. won't accept you. So, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, you me. know, looking back on I that now, yes. I see it. Yeah, I yeah, understand. Like, honestly. I'm short, have no ass, had no tits growing up either, and – Natural curly red hair, buck teeth, and freckles. Okay, so I was—you name the joke, I had it. Okay, oh, so I get it. Trust me, I get the yeah. teasing, taunting, tormenting crap. Yeah. I get it. I understand, yeah. and it sucks ass, and it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, let's you know what. Yeah, let's so- talk. Let's talk a little bit about this because because you 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 mentioned a lot of key code words, not just not just curvaceous, but. African American female in the South. Oh, you should hear the things we've heard. You so see what we've heard from uh, one night we we had we had a we had a black man on one night. Black wrestler don't I can't remember who it was because well I don't have any short term memory. So what was he was going around to different promotions trying to get on their card and a lot of the times all he was oh we already have a black guy on on our card tonight. Call us back in a couple of months. Yeah. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. So I've heard that a lot. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Katie. How, how, and how did you deal with it? Like, I'm sure you were professional, of course, but how did you, how does one exactly deal with that? Well, it's, um, it's, I would have to say it was kind of heartbreaking and Mm -hmm. because like, uh, it it's like knowing that you have this amazing talent, knowing that, you know, you're not the best at what you're doing, but you can put up a good mm-hmm. fight. You know, you can deliver. You can exceed their you expectations. Do but you all can they do see your you job. As, yeah. Yes. As a color. But all they see you as is a color. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, but now seeing where I am now, like, every experience is just a new life lesson. You know, it yeah. it may not have, you know, it may not have, you know, at the time, let me under, you know, let me learn anything from it. But looking back at it now, like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, I was able to move on from that. You know, it made, it only made me a, a stronger and better person. Exactly. Now, I was like that. I was like, that, that was just like me when people told me you can't do that. Really? Watch me. Now, let's uh, back a little bit here uh, and get into who you trained with and what that was like, because that had to not have been an easy task where you trained at. Um, actually, it was, it, was, uh, it was hard. It was really hard. Uh, my trainer, uh, my first trainer was um, uh, Jay Fury. Um, he, uh, he was a wrestler on the indie scene, and he uh, – he basically taught me how to bring my inner, my inner woe, I'll say my inner She-Hulk out. Ooh. You know, it was just, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I have a She-Hulk, yeah, so. Um, oh, yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, what, my, that's what Jake Fury taught me. Okay. Mm. Yeah. God, God, bring that, that, that inner She-Hulk, I totally agree. I mean, because, like, cause I'm, I'm five foot one and a half. And yeah, yeah uh, my favorite thing is going after people who are bigger than me. So I had to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew, and, I grew up with a girl three times. And, I, I grew up with a sister three times my size. I had to learn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was and, and you're not much taller than Katie. You're five five. So. Oh, she. Oh. Excuse me. Hold on a second. I'm five foot one and a half. She's. I, I, hey, five five was my goal height when I was growing up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's tall for me. That's perfect for me. So yeah, she's kind of tall. She's not short. She's right in the middle. Like, yeah, she's not like Michael J. Fox short or anything. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this uh-huh. is not about me and how short I am. Come on now. Uh. <laughs> We got you. Well, now, we got your training. and the other person, yeah, yep. the other person though that that uh, you that you trained with is somebody who um, is not just a well-known name on the independent scene, but also has been on the Lucha Underground roster. Oh yeah, Ar yes, Fox, yes. aka Dante yes. Fox. Let's yes. uh, let's talk let's talk about working with uh, with him a bit. Well. Um, I could just 
give you one phrase to describe his training. Um, either you get better or you die. So, like, that's <laughs> that's literally it. Like, either – in fact, I'm actually up here training now, uh, and he allowed me to to uh, take a break from training to come do this uh, this. Um, podcast with y'all, speak with y'all. So yeah, I'm actually I'm actually up here at the school where he trains and runs in uh, the WWE for uh, wrestling school in Atlanta. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, we definitely uh, make sure make sure that he uh, knows that we are uh, totally grateful, and uh, we'd also like to get him on sometime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, he has taught me. Um, literally the next level up and so forth. Like, he is beyond amazing. Uh, and it's just not, you know, the fact that he can, you know, defy gravity and all. It's just the fact that I have learned so much from his teachings. I've gotten, I've, I have accomplished so much. I have, uh, I've been able to, you know, reach that next level. I was even, I even debuted on, uh, Evolve Wrestling, um, this past a couple of weeks ago in New York, uh, in a shine in a shine uh, shine match, um, it was on Evolve Wrestling, uh, one of the first ever female wrestling matches on Evolve, and I was able to be a part of that. And because of my teachings, wow. I was able to showcase, yeah, and literally saying a lot ass with my ass, and I owe that. To him. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to that. Um, kick some ass with your ass. Uh, Ass of mass destruction. Oh, mass of ass. Destru- help me out. Weapon. <laughs> Weapon of ass destruction. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. <laughs> but yeah, um, tell me how that came about. I need to know. Honestly, um, my entire life, I've always had a, a rather large gluteus maximus. And yeah, uh, it's funny butt. because, uh, yeah, Scotty got a big old butt. Keisha got a oh, big yeah. old butt, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby <laughs> 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 got back. <laughs> I, I got, I got that, that, yeah, that long, I got that long apple-shaped sh- apple butt, but yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I got, got, that, got that 80s aerobics workout girl butt. <laughs> so it's, there, it's only there because she has spandex on, you know? <laughs> hey, I know, I know what I don't have. Hey, if you can't make fun of yourself, okay? <laughs> no one else is going to. But yeah, so... Anyways, you ha- you have a rather large gluteus maximus that you decided to use to your advantage. <laughs> yes, and you, exactly like why not, right? Um, and yeah. like I for, for for the longest of time when I first got into wrestling, I was so embarrassed of it, like completely embarrassed of it. But like I used to watch, I used to love watching Rikishi growing up. Like he, like before oh, I yeah. even knew it, you know, he really really showed me that my body could be the most dangerous weapon of all. You know what I mean? And, like, when I first got into wrestling, I would always pull my gear down and try and cover it because I was embarrassed of it because, you know, you don't see a lot of females in wrestling, you know, curvy and big booties. You know, you you don't see that. So, like, I was ashamed of it. And 
Mm-hmm. Like I realized, I'm like, yo, wh- why am I not using this? Like it's it's just it's not it's not a thing to try and be sexual because I know what I freaking look like. I don't even have to try to be sexual to be sexual. You know, I mean, I, I, I have an ego, but you know, I work out a good amount of it. So, but what I'm saying is like wrestling. Women's and- wrestling is so much more than just you know trying to look sexy it's about power and my body is power and I get to freaking knock people out and give concussions and bust lips and bloody nose and give people whiplash with my breath like it's not just a sexual object which I'm pretty sure whiplash men of you know men are men so you know I'm not ashamed of that you know embrace yourself love love your your curves love every inch of you you know um Bravo, but yeah, I, I decided, you know, my my body is the most dangerous weapon of all, and I can use my gluteus maximus to tune up that band and knock your head <laughs> And that's what happened. I've seen it. Yes. That yeah. ass will come yeah. from across the ring, and you won't know what hits you. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, hey, yeah, yeah, in the, I'm, in the, I'm in the videos you sent us that hit. match, especially the one with Vanessa Craven, oh, oh my gosh. Yes. yes. I'm going to have to look at that one. I was out yeah. at the doctor's today, and you know, you're waiting for an hour and a half to see the doctor, so <laughs> it's all day project. <laughs> Plus yeah. travel. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at it. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, and it's you have worked. It's excellent. Yes, mm-hmm. and now you have the steel chair challenge. Oh yes, yeah. the bunch of steel challenge. Bunch of steel. Why? Yes, yes. Um, it is where I let any wrestler or referee or booker or whoever is involved in the wrestling industry in any way, shape, fashion, or form. Um, mm-hmm. I allow them to take a steel chair to my rear end. And see if they can hurt the wound. See if they can hit it as hard as they can to see if they can hurt the bones of steel. So far, I remain undefeated. <laughs> that's, that's like okay. That's like me getting. Uh, I, I remember I, I turned 21 and my father gave me a spanking for the first time in years. And I sat there and just looked at him, and he's going hard too. Okay, and I'm just like, really, old man? Seriously? Is that all you got? Yeah. And he wound up, and I, I still didn't react. <laughs> Well, yeah, because because the one the one that uh, the one that uh, we saw, which actually it's when it's when I because I'm the head administrator on uh, Independent Wrestling 24/7 on Facebook, and it was the one with Ar Fox, and I said I said you know what okay it's time I gotta I gotta message this girl I gotta get her on the show yeah and I I need to say something since yeah I need to say something. She yeah. jarred. She jarred AR. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell me. Tell me more about what you did to Vanessa Craven. Cause yeah, that's a, my story about Vanessa Craven is doesn't even matter right now compared to what did you do to Vanessa Craven? She's 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 nuts in the ring. I've seen her live. Yeah. Yes. She's yes, nuts. Yes. I, yes. I, yeah. yeah. She got put Vanessa over by uh, Tessa. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard and her I just saw last month. Like, I, I fully understand why they call this woman the mountain because, like, <laughs> yeah. the last match that we had of uh, New Yorkers at Shine, 
Mm-hmm. She gave me a double-handed choke slam from the top rope. So mm, I've yeah. seen it. This yeah. <laughs> that girl. I, yeah. She's you know, been, she I, was, I gave it all I got, you know what I mean? I, I really did. I tried to go toe-to-toe with her, you know. I, you know, I, for a couple times I thought I had her, but she, you know, somehow overpowered me. Yeah. So there's always yeah, next I, time. I, yeah. The, 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 uh, the uh, series of chops you give her in that match just, I mean, they hurt, hurt around me. the world? <laughs> so it's a chop hurt around they, the world, they, huh? My chest hurts. Yeah. Oh, okay. damn. Well, I had to. I had to. You saw how she was hitting me. My God. Oh, good. Hey. I mean, hey, that's, and that's the thing. I mean, this is a physical contact business. If, you know, I mean, we try to not hurt anybody. Uh, we talked about the whole situation with, uh, with uh, Brie Bella on Monday night and that, you know, but still. If you can't at least take some contact, and that <laughs> you're in the long, wrong line of work, you oh, need yeah. to you need to maybe uh, uh, find you yourself a dry up. cleaner to work at. Yeah, you, you need to pack yes, up yes. and uh, run home to mommy, Snowflake. Especially if yeah. you're in the ring with me, because I will use my butt to its full potential, and I'm dangerous in every aspect of the ring. So, yes, if you do not <laughs> like to get hurt, you should not be in wrestling. Well, yeah, exactly. There are some <laughs> there are like some promoters there are some promoters that would book you against the girl with little bit of experience, and then that girl would go to the promoter later. And be like, hey, she hurt me with her ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, honey, if you wanted to be in this business, you just got broke into this business because you just got your ass whipped by an ass. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? Did uh, you, what? Did you not think I wasn't going to use my ass to beat you down? Like, come on. That is, it's what I do best. I'm not the weapon of ass destruction just because I got a 52-inch gluteus maximus. I'm the weapon of ass destruction because I knock you out with my ass. I give concussions with my ass. I give bonsai drops with my ass. I give freaking backbreakers. I break your back. I give freaking whiplashes. You wake up with a freaking sore neck and you're thinking to yourself, what did I do? Oh, yeah, I was in the ring with Double D Rose, the weapon of ass destruction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, like we were talking, I know we were talking about Rikisha earlier and he used to be brutal with his butt, so yeah, that's what it started to sound like. Yeah. I'm not comparing you to Rikishi. No, 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 no. No, I hope you do. He, he's yeah. a go. Okay. Please do. Or, yeah. Please do. Yeah. Or he's like, it just, yeah. That butt, yeah, that butt, that butt, he, seriously, man, he, he, it was, Okay, fine. Sometimes it was scary, but it was, oh my god! Oh, I, I hear a creaking door. What? Why? Okay. Uh, you know, Ooh, this is about a bit. Uh, we we have um, a woman that has worked all over the country with us, and we're gonna talk to her a little bit about that. Um, how was your interactions with Ian Rotten? Uh, how were my interactions with Ian Rotten? Um, yeah. they were professional. They okay, because we've heard, 
We've heard Nick things on Ian for years, so we just have to ask. I mean, as yeah, he booked me and then he saved me. You know, it, I I haven't had now as far as other wrestlers. You know, I mean, um, there are some things that I saw that you know that could have right. been handled very very differently. But that, right. you know, that's not up to me to say. But, right, um, right, right. And you don't need to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, as we, far as with me, yeah, he was he's he's always been professional with me. I would, uh, as a promoter, I think Steve and I would be af- afraid to try to shorthand you. I wouldn't want to get the wind blast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and Someone Steve's already got real bad. Steve's <laughs> already got a gimp hand, and if you were to do a bonze drop on his hand, you'd just crush him forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> And you know uh, what? You know what? With with me, with me, seriously, I I'm dating someone who missed going to the to the Olympics by a hair. Okay, for for um for freestyle wrestling. Okay, so I don't even we I don't play fight with him. Nothing, because he'll just put me in whatever hole he decides he's gonna put me in, and I just say, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Topity top toparoo. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was he was tenth in, in our in our province when he was a kid. Uh, he was tenth in Ontario. Hold on. Go ahead. Um, we'll get to that one, Steve. Um, what about uh, working with WWA four? I know for a while WWA had four had Curtis Hughes uh, down there. Is he still down there and a part of that or? Was he uh, at the no, time AR you were there? AR Fox runs it. AR Fox owns it. He owns. He even relocated the building. Like it, it's his now. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Um, were you there when Mr. Hughes was there? Um, actually, Ooh. I was. Um, uh, before I trained with Jay Fury, um, uh-huh. I was actually at WWA four with Hughes. But I really don't say that I trained there because, in my in my defense, I really. I really didn't learn anything up there, in my opinion. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Mr. Hugh. I'm not shitting on his, on on his training skills or anything like that. But it just wasn't what I thought training would be. You know, it wasn't gotcha. what. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm not shitting on anybody. But uh, no, no, I was no, no, there for hey. a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, some some people work better with some trainers than uh, they do with others. It's just you know, it's just yep. the uh, nature of the nature of the beast. So, well, exactly, and honestly, that's that's what that's what Fox tells his students. He's like, "Yo, I can't, I can't teach you everything because I don't know everything. I'm still learning, you know, things myself." And for someone of his caliber to say that, you know, like that's, you know, that's Bravo. awesome. You know, that's yeah, like really, that's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. Now you have the day you stop learning in this industry is day that uh, you you know pull the laces out of the boots, put your gear in the closet, and don't come back. Absolutely. Take this. Take this from a guy that trained with several people until I finally got it down and you know understood it and was able to learn from somebody that was patient enough with me for me to get it all down uh it's not an easy task because you can get taught all the moves that you want but if you can't get if you can't grasp that psychology you're never going to get it 
And that's what a lot of people have the problem with. They can learn the moves and, and can do the moves fine, but if you ask them to tell you the psychology of it all, they have not the slightest clue. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, no. that's the uh, that's it's the way it is, unfortunately, because there are a lot of trainers out there that are roaming around the wrestling business that are half-assed still to this day, um, and. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault that they are half-assed. Because if they were trained wrong, then it's the blind leading the blind. And yeah. the blind leading the blind always is an issue. Um, but there's, I believe in 2018, there's still too many blind leading the blind. And that's why there's still people getting hurt. And we still have backyard organizations because yeah. promoters didn't know how to lock down their locker room enough to not let every... Tom, Dick, and Harry in that says that they're trained. Um, this this doesn't happen everywhere, but this happens a lot up here in Illinois and surrounding areas, uh, Double B. And this is just the overall issue that we, we have, but it's not just here. It's everywhere in the United States. Because, yes, backyarders are not as prominent as what they were in the early 2000s, but they still exist. And with that, we're going to play one of our favorite ads for you because we need to take a 30-second break real quick to play one of our ads. You want to be a professional wrestler but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? Feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Kaj Hills Wrestling Alliance where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring and spend as much or as little time as you want. Get yourself ready and we'll book you in all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years slaving under arrogant prima donna veterans who have you pay to put up and take down the ring. Join us CHWA and you'll be wrestling front millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Call us today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sean. Now, unfortunately, though, that one's based on a real organization out in Illinois. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. They got a they got a fourteen by fourteen ring and everything, dementia. Oh, fourteen by fourteen. Wow. Look at me. Look at me. Can I be like you? <laughs> uh, Never mind. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If, there, if there were if there were any more sarcasm dripping off of that, yeah, comment from you, from you, Rose. Um, I probably would have just slipped on my floor. <laughs> uh, you have worked with some of the biggest organizations around the country. You are a two-time, big-time wrestling women's champion, the inaugural Anarchy Women's Champion, and the first-ever WWA4 Women's Champion. What has been... done. First WWA4 World Heavyweight Champion. First female. First female. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> there. Get it right. I even even oh. I know that. Oh. I, read, I read that. Got it, yeah. On my Got to recognize. <laughs> Got to recognize. Uh, Talk to us about the importance of a promoter in, in, how do I want to say this? 
entrusting you with one of their belts? Well, me personally, because, you know, I'm not other women, so I can't speak on their behalf. But me personally, um, I feel that they um, me becoming their women's champion, they see that I can, you know, not only defend the belt, but uphold it to, to its higher potential. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do, girls. When I grow uh, up, I want to be just like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now it's time for it's time for my favorite question. All right. You know, on Ladies Night, it's always my favorite to ask, but I ask everybody this question. We all know that you that wrestlers have crazy fans. I mean, poor Ruby Ray's. Okay, some guy licked her face and she puked on him. Do you have any crazy fans, like really weird fans that that'll message you and, I, and ask for your ring gear after you've worn it five times in a row or anything silly? You know, yes. hey, can, can you tell me yes. your socks? Yes. You know, are you a session yes. girl? <laughs> okay. Yeah, are you a se- she, see, she knows what a session girl is. I don't have to explain it. <laughs> yeah. She knows. I, I, I'm not saying it unless you know that vernacular. No, I'm not. No, I know. I, I know. I definitely know. I'll put you in the green room again. And I'll put you in the green room again to talk to you for half a second. I didn't Have you had any? I want to. I want to super kick you in the face type fans. You know. Um. Honestly. Honestly. I've had uh, just a lot of creepers. Like, ne- I've never oh. met a fan. Every fan that I've met, they've been respectful. But uh, oh. social media-wise, I have had some very disturbing fans. I've had people offer me money to send me video of me farting. Like, that. that's just oh, like... Oh, yeah. There's fart yeah. porn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah um yeah I they, I've had I have people to this day asking me when am I ever gonna sell my gear or if I'm gonna sell my gear and if I could you know wear it one last time it's <laughs> I mean it's women's it's yeah it's I'm not gonna say it's women's wrestling it's um it's just it's men being paid yeah it's it's you know it can get creepy if you let it. But, you know, mm-hmm. if uh-huh. you just be respectful or, you know, thank goodness for the block button, you know, just end it yeah. right there. So. Right, now, right. Now, well, you're double brave. I've had you... people asking me for the, why, why do I not do the stink face, which is the reason why I don't do the stink face is because I feel, uh, well, for one, for one thing, only Rikishi can pull something off that amazing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I me doing a stink face to... <laughs> Another guy or girl, I I just don't see that as 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 powerful as me knocking their head off with my butt, and I want to be as powerful as possible. Hey man, I understand that. I mean, I my, my hips are half decent. I've I've knocked people three feet with, with a hip check, so <laughs> three four feet. That's yeah, fun. So I get it. <laughs> I get it. Now. Have you ever had any stalker fans that have showed up and followed you at more than one event? I had a stalker fan once. 
I had a soccer fan once that tried to propose to me. Ring and wow. all. Nice ring. Ring and too. all. Ring and all right in yeah. front of the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really yeah. had some balls. Really had some balls. And the boyfriend, the, the boyfriend at the time was like, what is this all about? And I'm like, um, I have um, no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. Won't you ask him? <laughs> I didn't drive an hour to be proposed. I didn't drive almost an hour and a half to expect this guy to show up and propose to me at a wrestling oh, no. show. Out in the oh, middle no. of the Sean- Sean, I've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot of time to think about this since I know the story, and it's one of my favorites of yours. You know what? I would have taken the ring, and I would have said, "Now leave me." <laughs> We're, yeah, leave, leave, leave from my sight. Back in my glory and leave. Yeah. <laughs> It happened. It legitimately happened um, out here in the boonies, man. Some of these people, some of these farm people uh, have been hitting the moonshine just a little bit too hard, and that's what happens. That's what happens. Um, That's just a little messed up. (laughs) What is the... We we have never asked this question before, so this is going to be a new one. What is the craziest thing a fan has ever done in front of you? Honestly, I can't say. Uh, no fan has ever, ever, you know, done anything crazy. I mean, I had a little, a little, a little boy touch my butt, but you know, he's a little thirteen-year-old boy, so it's, you know, he's just learning. He's just learning. You know, they about what's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, honestly yeah. feel that people. I, well, I would say, men. I wasn't. I don't know. I would. I, I. I like to think that people either respect me enough to not do that, or fear me enough to not do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that might even be a little bit of both. I mean, you did say your yes, ass is fifty-two. Yes. I, I'm not disrespecting you when I say this, but you did say your ass is fifty-two inches, so that can take anybody's yeah, head yeah. off. Yeah, fifty-two inches. That is true. I oh, mean, yeah. girly got that, a big old butt. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you, hey. you come, you come running across the ring full force with that flying at you. You're gonna. I need to see you knock somebody out of the ring with that. That would yes, fly I over the. Yes. Oh, I need to see that because oh, that yeah. would be great. <laughs> like where'd yeah. he go? Yes, I did. Oh, in the front yes. row. <laughs> oh yeah, all the way to the front row. I actually <laughs> did that. I did that. I did that to um uh Azali, uh the Duchess Azali. She and I had a match. She's um she's uh she's from uh England. She has a British accent, accent really, really tall. Uh, and she and I had a match up here. Uh, she trains up here at WWE 4, and she and I had a match. And, yeah, um, she was uh, on the ropes. The ref, the ref, he separated us, and I just went full charge and knocked her, her head clean off. She legit was hanging from the ring, like just knocked out. Like, <laughs> fact, I think it's, I think oh it's on God. the link that I sent you. Oh, yes, wow. I think it's on, on the link wow. that I sent you. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I love see, I'm, I'm not, but I'm not a crazy fan, but you know, 
I kind of geeked out when I met she Mrs. Says, Steamboat. Kinda. Yeah, she, I gotta say she says she says knowing that uh, we had to make sure that uh, she wore underwear when she went to meet Ricky Steamboat. Of course, I wore underwear. I, wear, I was wearing a dress. I wore underwear to be polite. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, I had I had MVP and Grado hit on me that day. I was a happy girl. Okay. <laughs> and you got so, to wear Ricky the Steam Ricky the Dragon, Dragon. Steamboat's ring. Oh, oh, okay. Here's where I geeked out. Okay, okay. Ricky, Ricky was uh, taking ten bucks to stand in the ring with him and, and pose wearing his Hall of Fame ring. So of course I put up twenty bucks. Me and my girlfriend went and did it. Right, and the second he put that that beautiful ruby ring on my finger I looked up at him and it, 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 just like he was asking me to marry him and I'm just like oh Ricky you're so beautiful <laughs> it's all that could come out of my mouth oh my god <laughs> but I've loved him since I was seven years old so <laughs> now um, working, working the wrestling business the way you have has probably allowed you to meet some pretty big stars that you probably oh, yeah. never imagined meeting when you were a kid, right. who is the biggest star that you've ever met in your mind? Oh, wow. Uh, and did you geek out? That's a great question, guys. That is a great question. Oh, yes. I it, did. Was, um, <clears throat> it was uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, oh, Hitman, huh? Excellent. Yeah, it was. He's from, yeah, he's from Canada. Was, he's from Canada. Yeah, You're um, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he I'm was up Canada, at uh, Big Time Wrestling in Newark, uh, California, and uh, it's where I faced um, Shotzi Blackheart for my BTW <laughs> title, and he was there, and I got to meet him, and it was amazing. And, you know, it was just. An honor to meet any to meet so, him and speak with him. Like I like I ask everybody, any ego? Did he have any ego at all? Ah, um, no, goodness, no, no. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was kind. He was amazing. Because he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that. Yeah, man. Katie. Katie's in Toronto, so she will make sure she emphasizes the Canadian part there. <laughs> oh god. So um, um okay Dementia yeah, dream ma- dream match. If you could face any female past or present, who would it be and why? Uh okay, definitely uh Austin Kong is one of those. Uh, <clears throat> uh because I would love to see uh I would love to just to that has always been a, a dream match of mine ever since I started watching her, and I hope to God she comes back to wrestling and uh, and definitely uh, China, if given the chance, because China really showed me oh, yeah. uh, how, the brutality of a of a female wrestler, and, right. and also Jacqueline. I always love Jacqueline. She was yes, she was just amazing in the ring. Yeah. Uh, and in your and face, definitely. Yes. Yeah, I loved her. Loved her. <sighs> yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a you know, I mean, there are there have been a lot of great females who have 
been in the ring that have led to the area and the time that we're that we're in now and that um i mean i remember because frankly i'm You're older old. than dirt <laughs> yeah i yeah, mean you back, dirt. back when back when a back when a woman's match was like a special attraction and only happened on uh very rare occasions um Back in my days before I broke into the business, I think um, out of all the cards that uh, I was at as a fan, I saw one women's match on the card. Now, you look, and we've got the shimmers. We've got the rises. We've got the girl fights. We've got the shines and that. Uh, um, There was a promotion in our early years on this show called Valkyrie which was probably a predecessor to Shine. Oh, um so a lot so a lot of now basically all women promotions that have that have come off and that. So, I mean, do you ever, do you ever sit there and maybe look at uh like some videos of some of the some of the older women's matches and sit there and think Wow, you know what they went through, and that to make it to where I could appear on an evolved card, which hadn't been done previously. Definitely, honestly, you you can't help but to like you can't being a a professional female wrestler, you can't help but to look at the past and see how far along you've come. And then, like, mm-hmm. not only just see how far along how far along you've come, but also what's what the future is going to look like. And the future for female wrestling is going to be beyond amazing. I I I wholeheartedly agree. You know, um, yeah. I mean, you know, as I'm sorry, as as I'm as I'm sitting here right now, I've got you know, I've got I've got one eye on the on the studio and. Uh, the other eye on uh, on the May Young Classic, and that, and I look hey, and, I, and I sit there and think, you know, and I and I think, you know, five years ago, something like that would not have happened. Now, it's led to even greater things than even just that. So. No, I got one eye. On well, you know. We're uh, we're definitely getting there, but uh, <clears throat> the weapon of ass destruction hasn't been in the Mae Young Classic, so we're not fully quite there you yet. Gotta get there, huh? <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting well, there. Hey, now, now. I look at it. I look at it this way. I look at it this way, Rose. Um, couple year, couple years ago, we had we had on a young lady named Priscilla Kelly. Now, that's right. And where did Priscilla she end up? Kelly, well, I got, well, I'm just gonna say when Priscilla Kelly came on our show, she was actually more known for the fact that she was the subject on my big fat um, American Gypsy wedding. That's than right. When then, uh, you know, then then for the wrestling, and you know, like yeah, two years off. later, boom! All of a sudden, she made it to she made it to Bay Young. She's uh, 
been she's been to uh, Japan now, um, all all sorts of oh. stuff. So, no, well, that's right. I mean, Priscilla Kelly. Oh, yes, it's it's there. It's all, yeah, it's it's all there ahead of you. And I look and I look at some of the women that are on there, and yeah, it's it's, it's definitely the mold has the mold has changed. It used to be. You know, and there are still the smaller petite girls in that, but they also have room for uh, the girls that have size on them. Yeah, there was um. Oh yeah, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget her name. She was in last year's. She's bigger girl. She's Scottish. She's got long red hair. Piper Piper Niven. Yes. Yes. Love that girl. She is. Piper. Oh amazing. How can I forget the name Piper? It's one of my favorite names. Come on now. <laughs> She's just fantastic. I really loved watching her. I really, really did. Just fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. adorable. And, uh, and, yeah, the and, mold, and that, like, the time has changed now. It's completely different, like, mm-hmm. different uh, all shapes and all sizes, you know, of uh, different ethnic- ethnicities, you know, different races, like, the door is open. They they open. They literally open up Pandora's box, and we're all gonna come through there. Well, you see, me personally, I'm gonna bust it wide yeah. open. I'm going to bust that Pandora's box wide ass open. Like literally, I mean, like they they better be ready yeah. for this. I mean, I, I, excuse me if you will. I've been asked to share something by our good friend Bobby Horn, oh. a.k.a. Sir Mo, okay. that uh, has just broke my heart. Um, oh. There there was a kid that was assaulted by another kid that was bigger than okay. him at school and choked out until he was choked unconscious. Oh, yeah. Ch- choked out until he was choked. The kid choked him out, slammed him on the concrete, and then left him there, and the school didn't do anything about it. Okay, the kid, the kid's got internal bleeding and a extremely bad concussion, and he's in the hospital. I'm following this one too. I'm following it for a couple of days. And um, yeah, it is very important that we that we allow somebody like Sermo with his great organization to get into these schools down in Texas. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Because folks, bullying is still a problem, and let me tell you. If if that would have been and my kid, doing shit. if that would have been my kid, or if that were my child, that school would have a hefty lawsuit against them. Yeah. Well, you know, here's my question, okay? You sit, there, you sit there, okay? It's the law of the playground. Stand up for yourself, okay? Learn how to protect yourself. And and okay, I've been bullied too, all right? And once we strike back, we're the ones that get in shit, okay? How many times have we beaten and nothing is done? But the second we fight back, we're the ones getting in shit. We're the ones getting charged with assault. When the bullies, they, they, you know, one almost broke my jaw. Nothing was done about her. Okay? Like, when is it going to stop? You know, and I'm talking 30 years ago. And 30, 30 years now, nothing's changed. And it's gotten worse now that there's social media. I mean, shit, I know, I know, I can remember being afraid to go to school or afraid to leave school and have to have a teacher drive me home. Okay? This nonsense bullshit 
has to stop the school. It's like they're protecting the bullies. It's like, are you afraid of the bullies' parents that they're going to come and bully you next? What? It's, what is this? My dad's bigger than your dad's bullshit? Nah, don't even get me started with this because I'll go on all night, so I'll shut up just now. <laughs> <laughs> just now. But anyways, yeah, that is important. Yeah. It sucks. It's sad. This kid, you know, irreparable damage. You know, like never uh, yeah. stop me now. Stop me now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's let's kind of let's kind of get back on the on the happier thoughts. So, um, definitely you. when you when you uh, when you hit when you hit it, Rose, on. Um, Remember Hold that Pandora's box line. Wait. I'm going to tease you. Um, while we're talking about the anti-bullying, I do want to mention our friends at uh, Rampage Championship Wrestling are going to the Granite City High School October 28th for their huge benefit for Bursting Bubbles, which uh, helps young teens and, and even adults that are going through suicide or need counseling or substance abuse counseling, whatever it may be, Bursting Bubbles of Granite City in this area is providing that help, and they need your help to be able to continue providing services. So please, uh, if you can, be at the show at the Granite City High School October 28th. Please uh, try to make the trip down there. Um, But if you can't, get a hold of Rampage Championship Wrestling and make a donation on behalf of this great cause. Because, folks, this is, this is a problem. This is a real big problem, and uh, it's sad. It is very sad. Um, I, my heart sank when I read this just moments ago. So um, please get behind people like Sermo that want to take anti-bullying into the schools and, and great organizations like RCW that want to take anti-bullying into the schools because if we can do that, if we have the ability to do that and do the anti-bullying in the schools, then maybe, just maybe, we can make a difference with your help. Yep. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to WWE's anti-bullying campaign, but it should have never gone away. I haven't heard anything about it lately. Does anybody remember Be a Star? Well, they still yes. do stuff. They just don't do the, you know... That uh, be a star, you know, banner anymore. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take our song break, and we'll come back and continue this. Yes. Yeah. If you are on a cell phone, folks, and you have to go and refresh your call because if you don't do it now, your phone only holds a two-hour call, and you're going to hang up at the two-hour mark, and you could miss some good stuff. Yeah, you don't want to miss out. Yeah. All right. Yep. We are going to play mm-hmm. some new stuff. Give me some new stuff. I will. And we'll be back <laughs> in about three minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. You are listening to Wrestling Authority Radio with Double D, Dementia D. Rose. We will be right back right after this.
All right, and we are back. And Katie, you need to scream Dimension. Get her All to call right. back, please. Oh. Get her to call back. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, Steve will be right back with us. And I want to announce now what we've got going on for anniversary next week. It's our five-year anniversary celebration. I'm very excited for it. Um, I know everybody else is. It's been a long time coming. And we've got some great stuff uh, coming. So give me a minute to get scrolled up here and get everything uh, situated here because we have two nights of anniversary next week. It's going to start off next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock Eastern on October the 2nd. We are going to be joined by Sir Mo, Bobby Blaze Smedley, Joel Gertner, Tyson Dukes, Papa Stroh, Kenny the Star Maker Bolin, and we have two mystery guests. That's going to be Tuesday night. Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, this is also an anniversary celebration. We will be joined by Hugo Savanovich, Sam Houston, Ruby Rays, Les Thatcher, B. Brian Blair, and hopefully, if he can join us, Bill Laughter. So that's going to be some exciting stuff. Um, also need to shout out that tonight, uh, next week will be the final episodes of season four. We will be launching into season five uh, in the following week. Yeah. Okay. We're back. I okay. Back with you. <laughs> okay. Um, it's okay. Uh, so that's going to be next week. It's our five-year anniversary, folks. Five years of PWR Slam, aka Wrestling Authority Radio. Um, it's been a hell of a five years. We've get, had some of the greatest guests you could ever imagine on here. Oh, we did the oh roast of Kenny the Star Maker Bowling. Um, we had Ox yeah. Baker on here. Uh, right Jim before Burnett. he passed away. Yep. I mean, we've had a who's who. So, yeah. uh, you, you definitely want to be here next week for anniversary. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Am I, am I, can I, I brag? I, I, I need to brag. Let me brag for half a second, okay? Okay. You All brag right, for people, half a second. Then I'm going to pull the bow, the shocker. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to brag. Straight up, a lot of the guests that we get on here, they are now in either – ROH, they're on Impact, they're on Lucha, they're in New Japan, and they're just, they're, they're flourishing. I'm not saying it's, it's because of us, but that's the kind of talent we get here. They go on to strike gold. And, like, I have nothing to do with it, Steve has nothing to do with it, Sean has nothing to do with it, but that's the kind of caliber of talent that yeah. we've had on our show. Well, and it's not, my, it's big, not even, my big feather. My big feather in in our cap is uh, is animal from LOD. That's my feather. 
That's my and Bree Brian, Bree Brian Blair, who I absolutely loved growing up. Those are my big feathers. Um, it's not even just this radio show that we've had success with. We've had success with with uh, Russell Wars and RWF two. I was one of the first yeah. promoters in Illinois to use Kyle O'Reilly before he ever went on to the big time and got signed by Ring of Honor and went over to Japan. Mm-hmm. So um, we have an eye Our for resident, talent. Yeah. We always yeah. we always have. Hey, man, where and Sarah Logan used to be on our show quite on a regular basis. I mean, she'd yep. call in sometimes just to just to say, "Hey, girly, how you doing?" <laughs> to me, right? So yeah, and we're we're Sarah Logan. It's all I have to say. But this is the thing. <laughs> the, yeah. And there's talent that we have that goes on to do bigger and better stuff on the independents. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. This is to be used as a platform to get you over, to get uh, your merch over, to get your Facebook and Twitter in the eyes of different promoters that may be listening in. This is a platform. That's all this show is. We get Mm -hmm. fun out of doing it every week, but it's a platform for you, the workers. So. Yep. Exactly. um, Exactly. With that being said, I'd like to welcome everybody back into the ER. We're going to play one more commercial and I want to divulge this with, uh, Double D here because I know she's worked for some promoters like this. Uh oh. Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because no, we can't afford a real actual safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance, you must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Uh, Double D, you ever worked for any promoters like that? Uh, starting out, yes. And I think that's something that everybody uh, goes through. It's just a, I like to say it's, it's a phase, you know, it's finding out your worth, you know, um, seeing your potential. Like, if you feel that you can do more for a promotion than the promotion can do for you, then, you know, maybe it's time for you to move on. Amen to that. Amen. Yep. yep. Talk about that for sure. So, so all right. I'm gonna take a second, Sean. Be prepared. You're gonna, you're gonna, okay. you're gonna flip. Don't drink nothing. You're, don't drink nothing. Yeah, because you will. Don't drink. Don't take a drag off your cigarette. Don't eat nothing. I hope you yeah. eat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you ready, Sean? Talk about. 
talk about surprises. Um, I landed Where's... I landed us a surprise for Tuesday night. Oh. A a good friend of ours. He is now the current Lucha Underground. Speaking of Lucha Underground, Gift of the Gods champion. Marty the Moth Martinez, Martin Casals, oh, will yeah. be here Tuesday night for anniversary. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna up and going to slide up and down on his pole. Okay, all right now. All right, now now you make me tell, tell the story. Okay. All right. One night back at band camp, you know. Okay. <laughs> so Charlie knows about camp? band camp too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I went. And, come on, man! It's an American Pie reference. But one time back <laughs> at band camp, um, Marty Marty was on with us one night. It was his girlfriend's birthday, and he was. I was drinking a little bit of wine, and he was into the Jaeger. Okay, he started a small bottle of Jaeger at the beginning of the show. So about. The first hour, we're creeping up on the first hour, and Marty just keeps getting increasingly buzzed. And, yeah, and he said he was officially drunk the whole bit. And all of a sudden, we find out that he's still in his tights, and, and it's nothing but tights and a T-shirt, swinging around a stripper pole. Okay? So I'm like, are you serious? Boy? Yeah, the man has a so, stripper pole yeah. in his apartment. Yeah. He has a stripper pole in his apartment. Okay, and he was using said stripper pole. Okay, well, I wish he would have given me a picture of him hanging upside down from it. That would have been great. But yeah, so he sent he sent Steve a picture of him swinging from the pole, and his and his his girl was with Bob. They're like, oh yeah, he's swinging from the pole. I said, I said I don't want to swing from the pole. I want to slide down your pole, Marty. And 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 his girl was just okay with that. So yeah, that's where the yeah, and it's yeah. And, and, the whole, the and the whole show and the whole show went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, it just went downhill from there, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, gonna, we uh, hit the gutter and then some. <laughs> we are going to have some fun Tuesday night. We won't have any control, I promise you. Uh, we'll have nope. Kenny the Star Maker Bowl in the keys to the kingdom, and he will take over. Oh God, oh, yeah, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and 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 I yeah. and I okay. My favorite thing to do is tell me a story, Uncle Kenny. <laughs> yeah. So I I yeah. miss Uncle Kenny. Yeah. I'm if, glad. Yeah. If, Rose, if you if you never <laughs> seen Kenny Boland, Kenny Boland was the uh, lead manager for Ohio Valley Wrestling when it was the uh, developmental territory for uh, yeah. WWE. He was actually oh, John okay. Cena's manager. He was actually John Cena's manager when uh, John went through uh, developmental before he uh, made it up to the roster, to the big roster, and that. Yeah. Oh. So. We absolutely love him, and he's yeah. Him and Corny were on here. Jim Cornette were on here one night for Kenny Boland's roast, and let's just say, I love the F word, but. Like I said, I, I thought I loved the F word, made love to the F word, used it overly, but not like uh, Jim Cornette. It's every, it's every second to third word. <laughs> fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 all the way through. We love you, Corny. We love, I love you. Yeah. you. I love uh, you and, and, your, and your little tiny bladder. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, now, speaking of that, what has been the worst rib that you have ever seen pulled on someone? Oh, jeez. Oh, ribs and road stories. Here we go. Oh. Honestly, I can't say. I, I, I really cannot. Like, I, and it's not the fact that, you know, I don't want to shit on anybody. I legit don't, don't have any. I mean, I probably do. I just probably don't remember, but. Yeah, I honestly can't say. Yeah, I think I gave somebody a damn easier that didn't want it one or wasn't expecting it. Uh, I I guess I can say something like that. Yeah, yeah. You made them forget their name. Uh, Girl bends over. Funniest story. The funniest story we ever had told on here was during. uh, It was one of our first three episodes. And guy by the name of Electric Eric Freedom from Michigan comes on and tells oh us oh how God, no. oh God no no he uh, oh, he and oh, some of the other re- he and some of the other wrestlers got mad okay. at the ring guy that had the ring truck late. and the trailers because he was late and he was uh, he was and being a thorn in the he was. He was being a thorn in the promoter in everybody's side and the promoter's side. So what the guys decided to do was go find the nearest uh, pile of dog shit they could get their hands on and smear oh it God. in his vent. So he had to pull over every 20 minutes in the middle of winter and throw up. And throw up. <laughs> oh, oh well, that's just what. That's, that's, like putting, that's like putting a roast beef sandwich in somebody's heater, okay? Oh. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's just wrong. So. Wrong on six yeah. different levels. <laughs> well, that's that's not as bad as the one we had with. Uh, uh oh. I forget Don't who it was. I forget who dare. it was, but somebody was very short and they hid their gear bag in a very tall location. And they had to go on oh, with like no gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's they not had to go cool. <laughs> That's not cool, man. I'm I'm tiny. I know how that would be, but I can climb. <laughs> <laughs> get now, get down from where I climbed from to. Mm, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Now I. Now I have. Okay. No. This one. This one time back at band camp, I was. I was playing chase with the guys in a park. Okay. Like it had woods and shit like that. Anyways, we came to a twelve foot fence that wasn't there the day before, and the guys thought they'd be smart and climb over the fence, not thinking I'd be able to get over the fence. So yeah, I got over the fence and um, it was a chain link fence. I got over the fence, but my left wrist didn't get over the fence. It was stuck on the chain link on the top. Oh, Allie. Okay. Yeah, um, literally crucified, okay? Like, and it took, took one boy to lift me up so the other boy could take take my wrist off of it. I still got the most beautiful scar, and it didn't touch anything. It didn't even bleed. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't do something. Cause yeah, I'll climb. I'll climb anything. Oh gosh. Uh, What has been been your most extreme match that you've ever had, Double B? Ah, my most extreme match. I would have to say, uh, my last match with uh, against Vanessa Craven at Shine. It was um, wicked. No holds barred. 
a no holds bar match. Uh, yeah, and we went at it. Like we fought all around the ring, we knocked each other out with chairs. Like it was, it was brutal. Mm. Wow. Is there a line in wrestling that you won't cross? I know you've worked for Ian. Would you do the Queen of the Death matches? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. I would definitely do that. I, I would. I don't. Hey, man. I don't put it past her at all. Not at all. I I I don't either, and I know it's getting ready to be coming up again. So. Hey, you might we might have we might have the next Queen of the Death matches on with us right now. Uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you, if she got her hands on some barbed wire or some Taipei fists, she could, you know, let alone if she were to Taipei death up that uh, ass of hers. Could you imagine exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I could see. Oh my out. God. <laughs> she sits. She sits in super glue and then sits in the broken glass, and she's like, "All right, now who wants to fuck with my ass?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck with my ass. Okay, that didn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, guys, that uh, no. that, 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 that came off. That came off a bit dirty. I heard worse. I heard worse. Okay, well, fine. Then, then, then you'd be able to hang around with me, and I wouldn't have to worry. Uh, I'm one of the I'm one of the boys, and if you treat me any different, oh, you call me a dumb girl, watch out. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I think I think well, you would do extremely well in Queen of the Death. Uh, I do. I would be afraid to be on the other side of you in the ring in Queen of the Death, and I feel bad for anybody that has to be on the other side of the ring for you for Queen of the Death. Because. Not too many girls I'm afraid of, but yeah, after after basically what an hour and twenty minutes talking to you, yeah, I wouldn't fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd fight, I'd fight side by side with you, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you know what? Speaking of speaking of fighting side by side and uh, talking about previous guests, um. You have uh, definitely been known to tag with somebody who has also been a guest on this show, Kira Hogan. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh yeah, let's, uh, I love let's me some Kira Hogan. Talk about uh, working about uh, working with uh, with Kira. Oh, it's awesome. It's um, it's a it's a whole new aspect of wrestling. You know, being we're we're you know a part of the Cutie Pie Club, so. You know, she's oh, yeah. the beauty. I'm the booty, you know, and we support people with our asses. Beauty and the beauty, y'all. Beauty and the booty. I like that. Beauty and the booty. I like that. I, can't, I, can't, I cannot say that five times fast, and I'm not even going to try. I'm not doing it. Because I, I do that. Because I do that. They say, say oh, that five times gosh. fast, and I'll do it. Um, <laughs> no. Well, and then there's another girl that you travel with. Did it. Uh, there's another girl that you travel with, Double D, that has just got back from Japan that is really making some waves, and her name is Aja Pera. Oh, Aja Pereira. Oh, my God. Oh, Aja Pereira. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that girl. That's another one we want on. That girl. Yeah, she was, uh, go ahead. She uh, just recently did uh, Chikara Pro. Yeah, she was amazing. Hmm. 
Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, definitely. And Double V is actually getting ready herself to go to Japan. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You can talk about that. Well, nothing is set in stone yet. Nothing is set in stone yet. I'm just, you know, trying to make connections here and back. There's nothing is there. There's not a set date. It's like holy culture shock, Batman. (laughs) That's all I think of when people say Japan's holy culture shock. Well, and and we ask people, and you'll have to, you'll have to ask Aja about this. But we have heard some of the most horrific stories about rings over in Japan. Oh, about yeah, we had to wrestle on a concrete slab. Like no, I ain't uh, no, uh, ain't doing it. <laughs> Sean, I don't. I've never heard that that noise come out of you ever. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, I I ain't doing it. We've heard of Not we've heard of thing. rings that were where the the padding was sawdust. Yeah, wow. padding was sawdust. Okay, That's like amazing. you only use, they don't even use sawdust to, to to fill hockey pads anymore. Okay, why would you? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's wrong. That's wrong. Um, you know, so I, and I've heard about the same thing about Mexico too. So. Mexico and, and Japan have got some pretty brutal rings. So, what is the worst ring that you've ever been in? Uh oh. And that can mean um, dirty too. That can mean dirty as well. Honestly. Honestly. I don't really remember the name of the promotion. Um, you know, it was just it the ropes. The ropes. They didn't have any good ropes. Like it wasn't nothing really major. Um. Had a big old giant wet spot in the middle, like right where you're supposed Ew. to land. So, like, yeah. like, like freshly wet. So. Yeah. Oh, oh I yikes! Know. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants um, to get stuck in the wet spot. No. no and uh, that's unsanitary. We talk about ring sanitation and ring safety. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't want to be that. You don't want to be like that one guy who didn't. Who didn't didn't shower after being in a ring and uh, had to lose his arm from the elbow down. That's how he got home. He, had, he went septic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. It happens because people people don't take care of their stuff. Oh, we yeah, don't have cut, to wash your canvas. He, yeah. He cut himself in the ring and didn't go wash up or or clean it out or anything. And by the time he got home, yeah, because of the bacteria in the ring and the bacteria of the match itself, of course, he just didn't, yeah, like a knob. So, yeah. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can, oh, God. Uh yeah. Rose, I can tell you some. I can tell you some bad ring uh, stories. Oh Lord. <laughs> I mean, sir. I mean, seriously, they would. They were. They would curl your hair. So. Oh, hey, my hair's curly. I can use some more. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Gross, nasty. Ew. Um. Then you. Um. You obviously oh. have. Uh, probably never experienced this, but 
we had a promoter here in Illinois that decided he was going to use bubble wrap for padding on his ring. Yeah, bubble wrap. What in the mother chuck are you thinking? Wow. To be honest, I probably did experience something like that, but, you know, since I got buns of steel, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, one of our listeners just uh, messaged me, bubble wrap turn. Turnbuckle pads and ratchet hook anchored turnbuckles. <laughs> I haven't forgotten that shit. Said to me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ratchet, ratchet, uh, ratchet <laughs> buckle turnbuckles because we can't afford to get the actual turnbuckle connection. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. this is the kind of stuff that goes on. Yeah. Uh, just wrong, yeah. folks. It's just wrong. Rings that uh, rings that have. Uh, um, Clamps to keep them together. Oh, God. Ropes that uh, are so loose that here that you can't even bounce off of them. I mean, that's just wrong. If you can't, so that's the one thing I wanted to be able to do. Though, if I was ever a wrestler, I want to run the ropes. Come on now. <laughs> I, want to see, I, I don't even know if I'm. If I'm heavy enough to bounce off the ropes, okay? <laughs> Gaily, like, I was able to get into like the bottom frickin' rope. I swear when I met Ricky. <laughs> no, I got. Oh my god. So. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's ask, let's ask this question. Um. What's the what's the nicest place that uh, you've been to yet so far? Oh. And where haven't you gone to yet that you really want to? Where do you want to go? Well, honestly, uh, <clears throat> I want to go international, and I haven't done that yet. And I've been wrestling uh, for eight years now. That's something that I would really like to cross off my, my bucket list. I, mm-hmm. I would love to go anywhere, anywhere Outside the country, that'd be sick. You no, know, it would be amazing. I've had people hit me up from Australia. I've had people hit me up from Italy. I've had people hit me up from you know, literally anywhere. They're like, yeah, we want, we love. You have fans here. The fans want to see you here. What can we do to get you down here? So I've had, I even had people hit me up from India. Like, how amazing oh. would that be? Because it's time for the weapon of mass destruction to go international. Go because th- things are getting good in India for women in wrestling. Oh yeah, go. Yeah, go. Yeah, one of, one of my one of my friends from uh, her days here in Chicago, who uh, just uh, recently broke uh, in with Impact, Scarlett Bordeaux, just came off of an of a tour of India, and. She said it was amazing. I want to go. I've always I've wanted to go to India since I was a kid. Well, but yeah, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Greece. I want to go to Italy, of course, because I want to go to Rome. Yeah. And I and and we and I'm not saying why well, I want to go to Amsterdam. So. Because <laughs> that's yes. just uh, evidence. <clears throat> 
well, so, yeah, I, I'd, I I'd love to we... travel, but I, I don't fly well, okay? I flew to New Brunswick, and that was two hours, and my friend, my friend, well, the, the airport was so small, she met me outside the plane. My my friend sees me get off the plane, and I dropped my carry-on, and I, and I literally kissed the concrete. Literally. I do not fly well. Nope. Mm. <laughs> no uh-huh. way. I, yeah, when I was a kid, we flew to Disney World, and that was okay, because Mom played cards with me the whole time. I don't really remember much of the flight. I just remember beating my mom's butt in Crazy 8 Countdown. That's what I remember. <laughs> and saying, oh, shit, as we took off. And I got away with it, too. <laughs> so that's what I, I don't fly well or else I would travel the globe. Damn right. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm with you, girly. I would. Totally. But if you can, go. Do it. Live. Oh, yes. Like that. That's what I'm trying to yeah. do. You know, I've, so far, you know, still still a uh, work in progress. But yeah. it's definitely mm-hmm. going to happen. You're going to get there. Oh, yeah. And it won't be just that ass that's going to get you there either. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise. I'll, I'll tell you what. I promise you just now. Yeah. Well, that'll have something to do with it, but her great attitude will also help. Yeah. yeah absolutely. She's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome, darling. If you could book any match between any two women in the world right now, what would you book and why? Honestly, hey. Uh, well, the first person would be me, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, me versus... Um, I've always wanted to have a match against uh, uh, Mercedes Martinez, one-on-one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, that has yet I to happen, it. and hopefully I want I that to either that happen. You know, shine, like shimmer, wherever, it doesn't matter. If mm-hmm. if you haven't already, I'd love to see you in the ring with Ruby Rays. You and Rays? Oh yes, I've I've, I've worked with with Rays. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was uh, in in California actually at Big Time Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, wow. I love that. Very cool. I love that woman. I really do. She's <laughs> yeah, just incredible. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's been uh, over what like three years, I believe. So we definitely need to have a rematch. We definitely need to change that. <laughs> Seriously, after straight up, because just ask her to go. When that guy licked your face, did you seriously just turn your head and puke on him? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, that's what she did. That's what she did. Yep. And it's like yes. So that's yeah. So that that's kind of been our hallmark as far as uh, we love her when uh, when we ask the ladies about uh, oddball fans because yeah. when she told they, they us wanted, that yeah, they, story. They, they were like, yeah, they want, what? They they want her gear. They want her socks. They want, yeah, same stuff. All of it. Yeah, she well, dealt with it too. It's it's most of the female talent that we have on that mm-hmm. deals with that. Yep. Didn't we? Some, didn't we have one? Was, we had oh. one woman on that said that there was a guy that wanted her to wear stilettos and walk all over his balls. Yes. That I've, yeah. I, oh, honey, you, you you haven't heard. I've heard. Okay, I've been asked to wear to wear either roller skates or not the roller skates. The oh, 
they're not the roller skates, but they're not inline skates. And yeah, and yeah, do the same thing over his face, over his his genitalia. Just yeah. So I understand. I get it. Yeah. I am not <laughs> stomping on you with stilettos. Thank you very much. Really, you want to be a pin? You want to be a pin cushion, honey? Go see a seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 go back over there and bask in my glory, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I gotta I, say I, it, I, like, I really, mean. you guys, I, I honestly had a great time coming out here tonight, and I really thank you guys oh. for having me. Oh, well, thank oh, you. Yeah. Hey, it, it is, it's Thanks been, it's out. been a, our pleasure. We really, we really appreciate oh, yeah. it too. Uh, is there oh. anything? Do you have any shows coming up that you want to promote? Oh yes, definitely. Um, well, for one thing, uh, every Thursday night there are free shows at the WWE for Pro Wrestling Training School and Facility. The address is uh, 152 Cedar Drive, Suite C, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, <clears throat> I will also be um, uh, in, in uh, Dothan, Georgia. For WrestleMerica, October 13th. Um, also, I will be uh, at the Rise uh, Rise Show, October 19th. Um, mm-hmm. And I will also be at uh, Shine, Shine Wrestling, November 2nd, in Ybor City, Florida. Cool. Nice. Awesome sauce. Is there any merch that you want to get over? Yes, I Fire have... W-O-A-D Wold t-shirts. Uh, they're online. Or you can pay Fire call merch. me. Uh, uh, yes, I have 8 by 10s um, uh, And also, you know, they can follow me on Twitter uh, at Double D Rose or um, Instagram, Double D Rose. And on my Facebook like page, The Weapon of Ass Destruction at Double D Rose. <laughs> nice. Buy her merch. Well, yes, buy her merch. <laughs> Um, yeah. Fire merch. Fire merch. Fire we merch. appreciate we appreciate you taking time out of training tonight yeah. to uh, be with yes. us. Uh-oh. I'm gonna let you. We're gonna let you go yeah. and catch the rest of the training that you can because yes. you've given yeah. us a good yeah. hour and a half here tonight. Yeah. Please, please, awesome. please thank Ar for us and like I say, um, you know, tell him to you know, um, you've got you've got my contact information. Have him. Uh, Reach out to me either, uh, you know, through Facebook or on uh, Instagram, and um, we definitely would love to get him on sometime as well. Definitely. Thank. Yes, I would definitely tell him that. Yeah, Thank you so excellent. much for having me. Really. Thank you so much, Dementia. It's yeah. been fun. You had fun training, and be safe out there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You all have a great night. Yeah. Much love. You too. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye. Night night, darling. All right, that was that was uh, incredible. I um, actually, I love her. Even just having even just having her in the green room, I went in to introduce myself before the show, you know, and I asked her, I go, you want a taser or or a whip? You guys didn't cause any shit. I wanted to tase you. So when we were on break, I'm in there reminding her to refresh her call, and I'm like, they're not letting me tase them. They usually talk over each other or do something stupid for me to tase them. And I, oh, come on, man. 
<laughs> well, we are going to close tonight using the last 20 minutes. There were some things that I was accused of today that have to be uh, dealt with. Yeah. Sorry. We'll taste somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else get. I don't know how long that taser is. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on. All right. I won't. Don't you don't need to tase me again. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh no! Right, here we go. The comments of myself and some other people have really uh, pissed some people off. I don't care. What I do care about is being accused of taking money from Russell Wars. Yeah, exactly. Because it didn't happen. I have nope. receipts. Nope. I have proof. Nope. Not a silch. Uh-uh. I can account where all the money went for for Wrestle Wars 1, Wrestle Wars 2, and the attempt at Wrestle Wars 3. Yep. Got receipts for it. Can prove where it all went. When the money ran out, the money ran out for Wrestle Wars 3. That's just what happened. Um, so, there's an individual that had the audacity to say today that I skimmed money off of the charity shows that I did. That did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. The legal word for it is slander. Go ahead, Steve. Um, you know, slander. when you sit there, when you when you when you sit there and you take and you besmirch someone's reputation, legally that is considered slander. And it is something where oh, a person or an organization can sue you. Oh, well, and, and get defamation, too. Yeah, that's exactly it. Defamation of character. Mm-hmm. That, and I and learned that. today. And this is, I learned today. Yes, go ahead. I learned today in America and America, that's no less than one year in jail. Defamation. Yeah, I mean, well, there's, oh. Ow, that hurt. So, go ahead. Yeah. This, so this all... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. This, this all stems from me saying that 
AAW was leaving the area and calling the demise of Dreamwave Wrestling and calling the demise of Powerhouse Wrestling and all of this. So there are a lot of people pissed off by my comments. I really don't care because I called it and I saw it. Now the promoter of AAW has come back and said, good luck with your horrible shows. My shows can't be horrible because I named off like six to seven people this afternoon that have passed through not only the RWF locker room, but the AAW locker room or the Dreamwave locker room. So my shows really couldn't have been that horrible if you were willing to use some of the talent that I used. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this and this from and this from a guy who when ECW folded was the only guy not picked up by WWE, TNA, or Ring of Honor. Shit. Yeah. Oh. All the Damn. all the other wrestlers, managers, referees that uh wanted to that wanted to go on, they got they got gigs in the big time. He didn't. That sucks ass. In fact hey, in fact I actually in fact um he in fact he worked um my second ever show. He came along with Rhino. Um, and then the next time I actually saw him was at a show um, right across the border in Indiana. Uh, he came. He came over, and he brought business cards, and that he was he was trying he was trying to get work. Mm-hmm. Uh. This individual has had 13 years of success with AAW, but here's the thing, oh. and and this is and who this is this is, again? His name is Danny Daniels. Okay. Well, Dan Kiriak, aka oh, first, okay, Danny, Danny Daniels. Danny Daniels. Yeah. First of all, sounds like somebody picked your name out of a hat. Sorry. I'm sure you're quite talented. Um. You know, the thing about it is this. He used to be a wrestler down here. I like the guy as a talent. Uh, he could get over. He wasn't the most horrible talent you'd ever see in your life. He was He was actually pretty damn good. But um, I told people a long time ago that AAW here was not going to work at the rate they were going. What I mean by that is the quality of product they are bringing to the Illinois Valley is too high for the Illinois Valley, meaning that the area cannot accommodate a high ticket price. And AAW, while they do well in other markets and will do well in other markets, cannot justify charging $50 per ticket down here. No. The problem yeah. with this becomes we don't they're even not charge willing. $50. Hold on a second. Fifty dollars for tickets. Hold on. Smash, and in Greektown they pack, okay? And they they're what is it like twenty twenty dollars for general admission, and your VIP is forty. Their VIP, their VIP is fifty, and I Thanks, believe general off. admission is 
I believe their general admission is 30. But the problem is, Katie, they aren't willing to sacrifice their roster to come down here. So now yeah. it's become a problem where okay. they 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 were forced out of their venue. What do you mean? Uh, okay, they, they, what do you mean sacrifice their roster? I mean, there's some some that don't want to go other places or what? No, what I'm saying is they won't sacrifice the quality of their roster, meaning they are willing to book guys for less money that could do just as good a job down here. They're spending money out their ass. They have, if I had to to put a rough estimate on it, I'd say their talent budget every show is 10 grand. Oh, my. Yeah. And median income and the median income in the in the area does not yeah. support those kind of ticket prices. Yeah, because and straight right. straight up, okay, Tyler Dukes said it when I was at Smash. You know, these wrestlers are making enough for gas and to eat sometimes. Okay, like you know, they're not getting no big paydays in the indies. Well, but no. this is a company that could afford to get big paydays. And yeah. it's known for giving big paydays. Well, and our money, our money is different than yours. Your money's worth more than ours is. Remember? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it, it's one of the things. And and the other thing leans on local support. And you know, if if nobody knows what I mean by local support, look into it more. They don't have any local support. So it's things like that, and them losing the venue because the venue has new owners. And the new owners no longer want wrestling. That yeah. is, yeah, we're talking about forcing them out, forcing them out of the area. So it sucks. I feel bad for all the fans, but uh, an alternative is coming, and I probably won't be the only one. I, I'm sure I won't. Somebody else will make a run, try to make a run at this, and we'll fail. Um, but it's one of those things. You cannot go out there and say that I have um, ever cheated a charity out of money. I even took money when I didn't have the money at Combat for the Cure and made a donation to the American Cancer Society on on my behalf because there was no money to give them from that show. So, yeah, you know, you take things like that into consideration. You take the into the fact the consideration after I canceled Wrestle Words three, I still gave to the little girl's mom to take care of the baby. You know, I'm not a cold, heartless son of a bitch like some of these people want to make me out to be. And Bill Barons, if you were here weeks ago, you heard what Bill Barons had to say about the whole Ed Schumann situation. So yeah. I'm I'm done with these rumors. I'm done with people that don't have the faintest clue of what they're talking about that are being fed information by a guy that thinks he was an AWA official. And because of that, he can use the AWA name and sanction AWA title matches. And I'm done with all of it. Um, I do also want to send our shout outs to Crusher Kanoff, who is still undergoing some serious medical Serious medical issues. I have no idea what's going on. Uncle Paul has not heard from him. I have not heard from him. Um, If somebody could please reach out and get us in touch with Crusher Kanoff, we'd greatly appreciate it because we miss him. Um, And 
you know. Uh, with that, I'm going to check Wrestling News Source and see if there's any news that we need to cover real quick. All right, sounds good. Um, uh, Hulk Hogan is teasing a WWE return. Oh, oh! Did, did, do they know when? Or did they telling us when? Like, I need to know when the Hulkster's coming back, and if he's coming back in black or if he's coming back in red and yellow. Back in the day, the challenge was simple: work three hundred right. days a year, even if you're hurt, even if if you want to keep your spot. Today, well, maybe we'll just have to find out, brother. Hulk Hogan. Excellent. Really? You're coming back to the ring, dude? Okay, I love you, Hawkster. I do. But I hope you're going to shave your head like Corbin at least. Well, Come on now, it's time. Well, it's yeah, time. but Katie, he really, he, really he really can't do it. His, he can't. His, no. He's, he's got to be something. are so far There's gone his, now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yoga, almost, yoga, it's, yoga, almost, Mr. Like Matt, it's almost like yeah. Matt Hardy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I, am, I, I, I hope he's not going to be in. You know, I hope he's not going to be in the ring. I hope he's going to be doing some kind of storyline and, and or maybe GM work or something. Somebody's yeah. Somebody's ringside. I mean, Give him something. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the room. The rumor is that uh, he might be in Australia. Okay, guys. And my computer froze. Uh, I'm sending this to both of you now. Okay, my computer just froze. (laughs) Um, People want to talk about part one of this. I want to talk about part two of this because it looks like SmackDown last night drew a really low attendance. Oh? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Yeah, let's take, let's take a quick look here. Well, I'll oh, tell you what. Oh, crap. I mean, and and, I can... and it's right, Walter talking see. about it. Oh, boy. Mm. All right, got to read this because, because, if, because if Walter is saying something and Walter is on their radar. Okay, come on, you bugger load. Let me scroll. Yeah. All right. Indie wrestler Walter recently spoke with the Mirror in UK regarding rumors of signing with the WWE. Here's what he had to say. I don't know if I mentioned this, but being part of the Raw or SmackDown roster is nothing I am interested in. Ooh. I don't want to live in the U.S. I really like NXT, though. I think it's a great product filled with the best talent in the world and is focused on competition in the ring which is something I enjoy. I don't want to say it will never happen because in wrestling, things change so quick. During last night's SmackDown Live, a fan captured some significant... Okay, that's not significant. That's a segment. Excuse me. Some of the segment which featured Daniel Bryan dancing with R-Truth and Camilla. This, however, revealed a shockingly poor attendance for the for the Blue Brand show, which is my favorite brand. Watch the video below. I'm not doing that. But uh, shall we go on? Speaking of Carmella... 
Well, let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna Did look it, at this for for a moment. Okay. And All right. Talking of Carmella, she was interviewed as to why she changed her hair color. She said, "I don't know. I just wanted to change. You know what? Too many blondes on the roster. So please, thank you." That's what I have to say. I mean, this is my natural hair color. I wanted to go back to my roots. No pun intended, honey. There's a lot of purple in those roots. Then I just. I just wanted to change. She also commented on the attention she has received because of the change. Well, it's no surprise. I mean, everyone's talking about it. But in all seriousness, it's changed because people are used to the blonde hair, and so far the reactions have been pretty good, so I'll take it. Well, I'm going to tell you a little something. Okay, um, number one, there's too many blondes on the damn roster, so I'm glad it's changed. Number two, we talked about last night how they've made some blondes dye their hair because there's too many blondes on the roster. Um, wow. I'll, t- I'll tell you straight up, dark hair makes your face look entirely different. It changes all your features, brings out your eyes yeah. and everything else. Plus, you get to play with different makeup and different clothing, so that's always fun, too. So, you know what? Uh, and I, I mean, hey, hair. Look, at, look at Chelsea Green. Oh. Look at Look at Lana. Lana. Lana looks, I'm sorry, Lana's looking like a blonde sheet suit, I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so I during did, last I, night's I, SmackDown I the Live. Video, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen indie shows that are better attended. Yes. Um, that's not a good sign. I don't know where they were last night, but, uh, they not, were Denver still. They were in Denver uh, still. Was there a game going on? No. Something no. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Den- you know, Broncos played on Broncos played on Sunday, and of course, uh, basketball season doesn't start till October. Man, that's yeah. sad. That's truly sad for SmackDown. Hey, if this continues, SmackDown will go away. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, who knows who knows what this uh switch is uh of nights is gonna do. Um I mean it's you know um I mean we've you know, we've had to discuss whether or not we're going to possibly depending on the situation, maybe have to uh change back to a Monday night show again because you know, it's obvious that uh you know, if we if we wait till if we wait till SmackDown is on, we'll be on on Wednesday night and then on Friday night, and then by then, oh, by that point, you've had you've had five days gap between Raw and SmackDown, so yeah. the immediacy of it is lost. Stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Forget stuff. It'd be like it'd be like if they did soap soap operas once a week instead of daily, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Watch my stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Be here next Tuesday night for anniversary night one. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Yep. Yeah, I yep. You, you got, we got for sure, definitely um, good old uh, star maker Kenny Bolin and... Marty Schnauze, a.k.a. Marty the Moth Martinez, the creepy you-know-what from Lucha Underground. Creepy S.O.B. And Papa Stro. Yep. 
So. And that's all Tuesday all right. night. Wednesday will be Stroh? here next week. Oh, you didn't Tuesday. tell me that. You didn't yeah. tell me Stroke was coming. Yes, I did. Yeah. Well, I had a long yeah. day with him. Yeah. Uh, he will be yeah. here next Tuesday. And next Wednesday is also the five-year anniversary celebration oh. of this great show. So Can't wait. Yeah. Tonight, even anniversary celebration. There's even, there's even a surprise guest I don't know about. So, yeah. If you want to hear a high-pitched yep. squeal of me being surprised, yep. you better come. There's some yep. there's some mystery guests. We're still making contacts even now, so uh, be on the lookout. We'd like right. to thank you for joining us. This is a 2018 Rampage production brought to you by myself, Chaotic Katie, and the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane. And thank you, Katie. Evolution Radio Network production. This has been Wrestling Authority Radio. Okay, stop. The double Dementia Rose. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Find us on the Facebook and the Twitter. And and on the Twitter. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we will see you Tuesday and Wednesday night for the five-year anniversary celebration. Katie, tell everybody what time it is. (laughs) You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get the hell out. Don't forget to turn off the lights this time. Good night. Good night. Go home.